I'm James. I'm Carrie. I'm Lacey. And I'm Lee at Just One More Fix, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now, the opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, three two, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 374 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, recorded live on Sunday, September 29th, 2019. Lots of nines in there. Lots of nines in there. We are back with some brand new exciting things. I should probably introduce who all we've got here. I'm Chris. I'm here each week. But joining me, the one, the only, Anthony Bachman. Yes, sir. We are here. We are here. And joining us again, you might not recognize this gentleman because you're used to seeing... One still image, Willie D. Nelson. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> oh, boy. I think some of them mercury carried over. <laughs> uh, Bachman, how are you now? Hey, now. Hey, good. You, 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 Bachman, you failed me. Chris, <laughs> how are you now? No. There's the letter, Kenny, you're supposed to be, oh, good and you. Or not, not so bad and you. Oh, no. Good, yeah, good and you. Not so bad. <laughs> I know they did it a bunch on the show, but I have not watched it in a in a while, so I can't remember exactly what the lines were. It's how are how how are you now? How are you now? Oh, not so bad. You? Oh no no! God damn! I keep fucking up. It's how See, are you now? You're fucking it up, and you watch it every day. Apparently. Good and you? Oh, not so bad. It was <laughs> in that order. And if you're McMurray, you're just the piece of shit. <laughs> and you got a mumble. Yeah. So you, you so you've seen that episode, Chris. McMurray's yes. a piece of shit. McMurray's yeah. a piece of shit. And for those that are not aware, we were talking about a show that Willie turned me on to that I'm way behind on, but still gradually working my way up. One Letter Kenny, which is what's the best way of describing Letter Kenny, Willie? Uh, the best show ever. It is the Canadian redneck version of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I haven't really seen enough. Uh, it's Always it's, Sunny. It's a group of people. They're that not don't assholes, seem to have interesting lives that get into interesting things. They're definitely not assholes. Like it's always sunny. Well, I'm, I've only seen a little bit of Always Sunny, but it's the same like kind of base concept, I believe, is where they started. But it's a small town in Canada that only has like three thousand people. The town's called Letterkenny. One yeah. word. Yeah, and it's on. It's available. It's Crave in Canada, and it's available here on Hulu. It is a Hulu and, uh, original, technically. And new season, new season coming October fourteenth. So coming up soon. So but October is the best month ever. Is that October fourteenth on Hulu as well, or do we have a delay behind when Crave gets it? I don't. No, that's when Hulu's getting it. Okay, and it's just one episode I, per week, just like Crave. Would I, have I am not sure about that, but I'm guessing that is what's going to happen. I, I don't know. I just see October fourteenth, new season. So I was like, all right. Because I was pleasantly surprised that uh, I, like I mentioned on here before, I cut cable, so I only have YouTube TV, which doesn't get the uh, Viacom networks. So Comedy Central, I'm missing, and South Park started this week, and I'll be damned if Hulu didn't have the brand new episode of South Park the next day, and I was like, score! Didn't have nice, to buy it. yeah. On a lot of those shows where they have the license for it, it's just a one-day delay on the episodes. That's how I, I usually watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., was just I watch it the next day on Hulu. Nice. But you know what I'm going to say right now? What are you going to say right now, Willie? Big city snipes, boys. <laughs> Big city snipes. So the real question is, Willie D. Nelson, when are you starting your Letter Kenny Appreciation Podcast? 
Oh God! I mean, I'm just gonna take over this podcast and <laughs> just talk about Letterkenny all the time. Is yeah. the uh, a podcast a podcast actually called How You Now? Hmm. <laughs> the How You Now podcast. Not... Well, it's kind of hard to take over a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. When I could just make you disappear with the push of a button. That, that's fair. No, no, oh, but the uh, no, but the podcast might be called Pitter Patter now. <laughs> oh, that's true. Pitter Patter would be a pretty fucking good name for a Letterkenny podcast. Or get this guy a Puppers. Like yeah, but then you're advertising the alcohol that's in the show that's actually yeah, real beer. A, no, it is. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, yeah, it is real. It is real. I about that. Yeah, but you can't get it here. I think you yeah. might can get it. It's a small place. Canadian like microbrewery that they actually use that company's beer on the show, which I think is gen- ingenious. Like, it's the world's probably cheapest marketing because they're not showing off Coke cans. They're showing off bottles of a, like a very locally made beer, which is fantastic for that company. No joke. Um. Let's take a little sidestep here, guys. Yeah, let's take a little sidestep here. Uh, Last week, I told you that I had a crush in pushing up roses. I still have that. That that crush is still going strong. Pushing up up roses, if you're still there, you are amazing. Super attractive, and I have a crush on you. That's all. That's all. And um, but I have a new crush, or I've been having this crush for a while too. But uh, Alana Pierce. Uh where do where should we know Alana Pierce from, Willie? Because I think the name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure why. Currently, she is uh, part of the uh, YouTube channel Fun House, which is uh, house spelled H A U S. Uh, I I think what I, I think what it makes me really attracted to her is her her hair color is just um, it's like um. Daenerys from uh, Game of Thrones. It's that it's that platinumness, that platinum almost whitish. It looks oh my god, her her just the way she acts is just it's super adorable. Uh, uh, and she's Australian too. Yes, and oh my god, she looks. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be like. I'm sorry, but it's true. You look great in leggings. God damn. <laughs> uh, but uh, she's super attractive. Super awesome personality. Uh, uh, she 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 is like my Bonnie McMurray. Willie's creepy, and you know it. I'm just saying I have a crush. How am I creepy? I'm not Man. saying I'm I'm not saying I'm I'm stalking you or anything like that. Because I don't even know where to begin to stalk somebody. I'm too Willie's lazy for weekly that. cyber stalk. But yeah, I don't know about the personality, but I can agree with the the looks. I googled her. She is a hell of an attractive female. Oh, and she even cosplayed as Spider Gwen. She looks mm, yeah. awesome in that. She, just her personality. Every time, yeah, it's awesome. And and she's also a PlayStation uh, fan as well. So I mean, yeah, that's one of Willie's prerequisites for having a crush on someone. It is like not. No, <laughs> no, don't you throw but it that doesn't, at me. It doesn't hurt their chances. <laughs> doesn't hurt their chances with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, what does Try hurt it. someone's chance? Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Before we continue on, before we continue, do you think a face like this has standards? <laughs> yes. Willie does not have crushes on women that are Xbox exclusive. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Name one. Uh, so um, well, I can, but uh, that, uh, that's from a previous thing. So they only had an Xbox. And I was like, I was still, I was still, I was still with it. I, I still was a fan <laughs> of that person. I feel bad what happened, but I'm sorry. It wasn't because of the Xbox thing. 
See? It, I said it wasn't because of it. <laughs> but yeah, Alana Pierce, I know you're never going to hear this, but uh, Willie Nelson has a major crush on you. Uh, not the Willie Nelson, I'm sorry to say, just a Willie Nelson. You're the only push- Willie Nelson that matters, Willie. What's that other Willie Nelson ever done? Um, uh, tax evasion. <laughs> Smoked a lot of weed. Smoked a lot of weed. Put a lot of money in farmers' pockets. Um, outsmoked Snoop Dogg. That's impossible. Made some um, pretty no, good music. Uh, uh, there was an interview with Willie Nelson's son, who um, they asked him, like, "Do you smoke as much as your dad?" And he's and his son was like, "No one smokes as much as my dad. You can yeah. ask Snoop Dogg about it." <laughs> Well, I stand corrected. My apologies. I did not mean to disparage <laughs> the other Willie Nelson. But I will also uh, recommend there's a song that they do together, uh, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg, uh, called I Ain't Superman. It's actually pretty good. High praise indeed. Eh, it's medium praise. I'm just saying check oh, it come out. Come on. You didn't get the pun I just did right there? Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> you, you didn't put any emphasis on it. I was trying to just float it out there to see if anyone noticed it. You you did that super subtly. Yes, that's how my sense of humor works when I'm going to use a pun, because puns are the lowest form of comedy, and I don't really want to do them a bunch. Puns are fantastic. No, no, no. Puns are the lowest form of comedy. No. Punching down is the lowest form of comedy. As a 1990 George Carlin video that's making the rounds on Twitter has reminded people. I don't know. I think the lowest form of comedy was always just Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, <laughs> whose comedy George is talking about in that video because Dice really? Clay was punching down. His character made fun yeah. of uh, every, yeah, basically yeah, minority categories. Oh my God. I remember, I, like, I remember, I remember like, oh yeah, I like Andrew Dice Clay. I remember I seen the movie as him as a kid and I listened to one of his comedy albums. This is like two or three years ago. And I was like, oh, oh, oh no. I don't oh, know. He was talking about the Japanese or something, and he was like, didn't we throw a bomb or two on you a while back? Oh! I was like, oh, God, no. Oh! (laughs) Andrew Dice, no! It it was a different world when he created that character. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Stick to your fucking naughty uh, poet, whatever they were. I don't even remember. Naughty limericks. Yeah, whatever. Not limericks. Um... Nursery rhymes. Jesus Christ. There we go. But yeah, the the George Carlin video that's been going making the rounds about comedians not punching down, he's responding to a question about Andrew Dice Clay's comedy. And I do remember there was a funny video where Sam Kennison was making fun of him, too. Oh, that was great. Because Andrew Dice Clay was, like, crying on Arsenio's show, the Arsenio show, Hall show, and it was like, and then Sam Kennison was on it too, like after that, and just making fun of him. Like, oh, boo-hoo, look at me. I'm Andrew Dice Clay. I got tears in me. Something like that. It was hilarious. Uh, Sam Kennison, may you rest in peace. May you be screaming in heaven. <laughs> well, I don't know where he is, but I know he's screaming at somebody. <laughs> I, my, favorite, ow, uh, ow, ow! my favorite cameo was, of course, back to school. Yeah, that was probably the best cameo any comedian's ever done. Him screaming about Vietnam in a history class. That was some good shit. All right, I don't <laughs> want to bore no one else here. So someone else talk about some of the, during this intro part. We already heard about my me being creepy and crushing. I'm just thinking this is now a weekly segment. At least you have a new crush every week. I mean, the list we'll is just going to keep growing. It's Willie. He could easily find a new crush each week, I'm sure. 
Uh, there, there are definitely a couple of attractive women out in the world. So. I mean, I will say, <laughs> I, I should have said last week. I never said it, but I didn't even. I forgot all about the term "crush" last week. So that probably made it a little more creepy. I was like, I'm attracted to you. Bro. That makes. It, I have a crush on pushing up roses. I mean, that's just this all there is. Creepy. To I have a. It's just a crush. I, I know it's <laughs> never going anywhere. She's never going to see this. Neither one's going to see this. So what does it matter? It's going nowhere. But I'm just putting it out there. That's, Fair enough. I, I, I've had a hell of a crush on Halle Berry for a couple of decades. Lots of people have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not ever since X-Men 3. She well, didn't write the fucking X-Men movie. It was X-Men 3 that made you be like, yeah. I don't like Halle Berry anymore. I'm really curious how this works out. Well, no, she <laughs> like, well, she wanted to argue saying, I my part needs to be bigger. And I didn't really care about Storm's character and the X-Men movies ever since well she didn't write the line in the first movie about you yeah. know, what happens to a well, toad struck by lightning but god that was terrible who wrote that line he's a not working Hollywood ever I don't know but it wasn't a great line it was but no as a character who in the comics was the leader of the team for quite a while and had a much bigger role like it's understandable she wanted to fight for her character have a little more screen time a little more to do I don't think that's the reason why she was fighting for I think it was just I need to have a bigger name I think that's what it was. Well, if she, she also is a, if she was she also is a pretty big name. Like <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, my name's longer if you think about it. There's more letters in it. That's not the important part. I I see what you tried to do there. I see. <laughs> no, I did do it. It might not have been good, but it still was done. Uh, it was done. And it was done in an interesting manner, I suppose. <laughs> and now we will stop it. I I'm smug with myself. Amongst other things, I'm sure. I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I don't have so a good Chris. Sense. Yes. So Chris, what, what, what are you? What are you doing now? What am I doing now? I was trying to figure <laughs> out a good way to push the button, but I, I, th- I think he's going to segue into the news. You should. Uh, you know, I think you, you look a little tired. You should stretch out, and maybe your hand might hit a certain button. Like, uh, Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Oh no, how did I hit that button that made things pop up on screen? It was total accident and not at all intentional to transition us into the news of the week. You know, that part of the show where we talk about some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up in the past week and share it with you guys live here on the internet. Now, the real question is, who wants to kick us off this week? Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Either way. Willie, why don't you start things off for us? I know you've been doing some work, some prep work before we started this show. You're, you're ready to go. Every now and then I do some prep work. Most times I'm just babbling about it and it comes out terribly. But, you know. So, so yeah, something happened earlier this week that was uh, a little bit interesting. Kind of, well, actually, it was known for not being that interesting. Uh, PlayStation put out their state of play. And it was kind of underwhelming. But it ended big. So, uh, let's just go through here. Um... So Call of Duty is uh, getting an exclusive mode on PlayStation only. Uh, I can't remember what the mode is. I just remember hearing about it. I was like, oh, that's that's not fun for anybody else. I mean, yay for PlayStation, but eh, I, mean, I don't play Call of Duty, so 
it's not really a problem for me. But uh, it's just a whole new mode to play. It's a little weird. And it's kind of screwing people out on the Xbox and PC, I guess, right? It's only a time. It's only a timed exclusive, but that's a year time exclusive. So by that time, the next Call of Duty is going to be out, and no one's going to care. I mean, I guess people, I guess people still play, but I mean, even still, I I imagine the numbers on Call of Duty drop fairly significantly when the next one comes out. I don't have anything to back that up other than just observation. Now, I mean, I'm not going to the reason. Same thing with the Madden games and stuff like that. Anything that's on a much more consistent basis of being released. When the new one comes out, people aren't rushing out to buy the old one. Now, I'm not going to fully uh, you know, talk bad about Call of Duty. I mean, I may not play it, but I mean, the good thing I can say about it is their shooting mechanics are really good. They do it right. It just works. So good on them for doing that. But, I mean, all this other stuff is like, oh. Um uh, out as of Tuesday during the uh, conference, uh, Medieval Demo came out. Uh, Medieval is getting remastered. I don't know if you remember the original PS1 game where you play as Dan Fortescue, I think his name was. Uh, it sounds it's right, a he- but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, as a hero that died and then you get resurrected and you're just like a weird, <laughs> funky-looking skeleton in like full armor and your little skull. It's looks completely weird but in an awesome way i like the art style they go with it even back on the original i never played it but uh it looks interesting i doubt i'll play the game when it comes out because i wasn't a fan but if you were a fan of the one back on the ps1 you should check out the demo it's free and then um also coming out is a uh, civ uh civ 6 is coming out for it as well or is that civ 4 I forgot. I messed uh, up on this. I think the current one is Civ Five. I Civ Five. Don't know. Let me look. I, I, I saw an I and a V. I don't remember the order, but uh, either way, it's coming out. I, I, me personally, I'm terrible at strategy games. So Civ Six is the current one that's out. Okay. There's a new expansion. It would appear that's coming. So Civ Six is coming out Civ for the Six PS4. Gathering Storm. I think is what the new one is. They didn't give a date on it, uh, from what I saw. But I like strategy games are not my thing. I am terrible at it, so I stay away because of how terrible I am. My brain is not built for it. <laughs> and then um, they announced October's PlayStation Plus games. Some The first mm. one is a little bit weird because the last time they had a sports game, people complained and they... And they switched it out. They heard the complaints, and they are right, they switched how, it out. I, how do you complain about a free game? Well, Welcome to the internet. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, no, it's not really free because you have to pay for PS Plus to get it. So it's not technically free. It's included as part of that service. Technically, I guess it's not free, but yeah, yeah. technically. <laughs> but uh, but the last time they or it was PS, it was like uh, pass. I don't even know how you pronounce it. It's a it's a soccer game, and people complained about that one. And they switched it out for, I forget what they switched it out for. I think I was happier about it because I don't care about soccer. But what they are releasing uh, in October is MLB The Show 2019, which I'm actually, I mean, I'm actually interested in because I don't have a baseball game. I wouldn't mind trying out a baseball game for technically free 
Well, and by all accounts, the MLB, the show games are all really good, and they are PlayStation oh, yeah. exclusive because I don't even yep. I don't even know if they there is the rights. a baseball game that goes on any other consoles, but they're supposedly well, really good. Well, there might be baseball games, but not an MLB. Kind of like how EA has a um, a monopoly on the NFL. Uh, Sony apparently has a monopoly on MLB. Okay, that very well could be, which is also some bullshit because the thing is the uh, Sega games, the 2K football games were actually oh, yeah. better than the Madden yep. games. So then EA just threw money at it to make the problem go away. Really annoying because I remember, and God, what was it? When the first Sega 2K NFL game came out, they were super aggressive with it. It came out for 20 bucks and completely undercut Madden's price. And I know a lot of people, myself included, were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to try this game for 20 bucks. And I'm like, this is just as good as Madden. And I paid a third <laughs> the price. I'm totally on board with Sega. Oh, yeah, that's games. right. Because they only came out on like budget pricing, too. Yeah, they totally undercut them at like 20 bucks. Now, you didn't have... And a- it worked. Yeah, it was a good game. And I wish they had kept doing it. And honestly, it was a matter of EA threw money at it to solve the problem. And these Sega 2K games went away for NFL, which was really disappointing. Yeah, and um, I just... I mean, if they... Even though they have the exclusive, they're not. Uh, from everything I've heard about MLB, the show, they do not slack on it. They put a lot into it. They're you know they're fans of it and everything, so they do a lot for it. So I'm actually interested in playing it. Will I play it much other than like, huh? It's a baseball game. Sports games are also not my thing because it seems like a lot of luck. Not gonna not gonna lie. I mean, like when you can score sixty points in a fucking. Uh, uh, Madden game like well, this just seems unrealistic. That's also if you put the difficulty down in Madden, you can do that. If you actually put the difficulty to where it's hard to do, you're not going to score sixty points. That's fair. I, I never played enough of them, so I don't know. I'm just talking out my behind. Oh, but um, also the other PS Plus game is coming out in October, which is uh, going to lead into the last part of the conference. Uh, Last of Us Remastered is also going to be a free to play or not free, but a free game for PS Plus. And if you haven't played that, and if you have PS Plus, you need to play this game. I'm going to go out right now. It is probably the most emotionally driven story I have ever played. Uh, Troy Baker and I want to say Ashley Johnson, uh, I think it was the actress. Uh, they are amazing in this they they do the mocap the voices and it the just the story of last of us it oh my god it the play the first 15 minutes i make people play the first 15 minutes it's not too intensive it, even if people don't play games that much i make them play because it just kind of follows you through just that first 15 minutes they were like what just happened Did, what no what no what but seriously the most impactful story. And then uh, leading on to the last part of the conference, uh, Last of Us Part 2 trailer uh, is, the, is the most current trailer to it. And this trailer kind of put a lot of context to the other trailers that came out, and it just makes sense now. So it made me super interested because all the other trailers, I was like, I don't know what's going on. You're just telling me something. I got no context to it, but this 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 makes sense. Um, the uh, first thing I want to talk about is the graphics in it. Look amazing. They spent. Uh, they haven't made a game since I believe Uncharted Four, which came out in 2016. And they spent all this time making Last of Us Part Two, and it looks gorgeous. Like uh, they're you got Ellie and her friend are riding on horseback to like a little town. It's like 
snow covered and then they go across like a little creek and as the horses cross over you see like little ice on the edge of the creek just break down as the horses go over it's like oh my god the little touches the little details uh naughty dog hits perfectly um uh there's new types of enemies in this game uh new types of like infected and now uh, human enemies have dogs in this game and they will actually track your scent uh, when you go into listen mode you can see your line of scent. Kind of, it kind of helps you out to see it, and dogs can actually follow it to you. And uh, so, and if you kill their owner, the dogs will be like confused, like what happened to my owner? Or if you kill the dog, the guy's going, oh, "My dog's dead." Ah, let's get you, and they get all flustered. I'd be upset if my dog was dead, though. It'd be really sad. Well, to be Especially fair, in the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they're also hunting. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. They're a hunting Ellie, so they're kind of in the wrong here. And from what the trailer story shows, they're in the very wrong. I'm not mm. going to spoil that, what happens in it, but uh, it brings so much context. Watch the newest trailer and then go back to the very first trailer where it's just Ellie singing, like uh, playing a guitar. It makes so much more sense to watch it like that. Um, and also just to put like a lot of humanity in the enemies, um, they also highlighted this where Ellie threw a Molotov inside of a house and one of the guys caught fire. Like the enemies will actually call out to their friends like, Dave, what happened? Are you okay? Like they'll call them out by name. Like they, they, they talk to each other and the super little tiny details, man, they, they are known for that and they do a great job Mm. and they, uh, a new mechanic is that Ellie can go prone, like lay fully on flat, and she can do everything that she can do standing or crouching like that, too. It shows her throwing a bottle, laying down, and also pulling out, like rotating on her back and pulling her bow and arrow and taking out an enemy. Because uh, like, the tall grass kind of hi- helps hide you. So there's a new, little new mechanic for it. And uh, there are uh, and there are some new, uh, like I said, infected. There's I forget what they called them. But it's this new one where it's like this full-on cordyceps mushroom infected person. And they're like spitting out like, I think they call it like acid gas that will damage you. So that looks kind of cool. They uh, show like a little like 10 second fight with that. So I don't know too much. But uh, it, this game is looking good. This is probably the the most that came out of State of Play is The Last of Us Part 2 trailer. Because it was kind of an underwhelming conference gonna say but hey last was parts two kind of can't wait uh then they gave the date of february 21st of 2020 not that's not too far out nope have you uh so are you gonna play it the day it comes out i'm assuming that's one you're gonna get that same day it releases um uh i'm unsure right now but Whoa. it is more than likely I mean, yeah, it's more, it's way more like it's, it's probably like an 80% chance I will do that. I don't blame you. I'm tempted by it too. I've just got to clear off some of the stuff on my backlog right now because my game backlog is still too big and I keep adding to it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, just (laughs) pause it, whatever you do, played Last of Us, at least just the first 15 minutes. Just that first 15 minutes. That's all you got to do, Chris. But, Willie, I'm playing Legends of Zelda, and I love Legends of Zelda. And a goose game. <laughs> it's I'll it's not you. that long. And I just put an hour into Arkham Knight, which I just downloaded from last month's free PlayStation game because I hadn't played it. 
I'm and sorry. 15 minutes is too much <laughs> for you. Uh, that, that, that's, that's waiting for one match of Dead by Daylight that I won't have time to get into. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Did you just go, oh, Arkham Knight? Did you do that, Chris? It's fun. It's flawed. It's not as good as <laughs> Arkham it's City. Flawed. Is, is, it, is it even working on PC, right? I don't it, even. Did they even fix it? Look at who you're talking to. Do I look like I have a bunch of PC games? I have three goddamn yeah. current gen consoles upstairs I play on. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say the Switch is a uh, current gen. Current gen ish. Let me rephrase. Uh, oh, <laughs> and a little, little side story here. Um, did you see about the uh, Nintendo Joy-Con uh, lawsuit? What happened? There's a class action. The fact that there's a class action lawsuit here in the United States for the Joy-Con drift issue. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, no. It actually ended or something. Yeah, it ended. Uh, the, the court of law has come out and said the Joy-Cons are defective. I didn't see that there'd been a decision on that yet. Well, but just because the decision has been made night. doesn't mean it's ended, because more than likely they still have a legal right to appeal. Well, I mean, oh, that's fair. supposedly Nintendo has been replacing them. You just have to go For through free. their support process. Only, only in America. Only in America. That is correct. So, yeah, apparently this is not a problem anywhere yeah. else. I yeah, will no. say I'm on my second Switch because I exchanged mine like I talked about. And I I've, did too. I've used uh, three different sets of Joy-Cons now because the ones that came with each Switch and then the Splatoon ones that I bought when they mispriced them at Walmart. So I paid like 25 bucks for a pair of Joy-Cons. And I don't have Joy-Con drift in the left stick on any of them. But on the left stick of my Splatoon uh, Joy-Con, it creaks every time I push the stick around, which is annoying. But it still tracks like it's supposed to. I heard so about that. I don't have drift yet, but I'm told it's just a matter of time. And Part of what concerned me about the Switch Lite they're putting out now is that your Joy-Cons aren't removable. So uh, if, they yeah. build the, if they build the left Joy-Con the same way they did on the detachable mm. ones, what do you do when you get stick drift in there besides go, well, uh, shit, I'm screwed? I can answer this because I have heard some stories of people having stick drift in the Switch Lite already. I, I've heard that, too, from people that have opened it fresh out of the box having stick drift. I don't know about if it's open out of the box, like straight up having well, it's it. It's only been out I mean, a week. I think from what I, I saw someone do a breakdown of it when they started hearing it, uh, I forget what channel it is on YouTube. I watch it every now and then, but uh, he brought, you know, he opened it up and went into it. And apparently the connectors they use inside for, you know, to like the joystick, like the, for the position is like graphite, like cheap graphite. And that can get rubbed away. So that's what's going on. Mm. Yeah, it, it's problematic. I assume the Joy-Con I have that's creaking when I move it around is probably well on its way to failing. And when it does, that's what I'm just going to write to Nintendo and be like, hey, my Splatoon, uh, ami not Amiibo, Joy-Con is screwed up. Let's replace it. Because I actually like the Splatoon ones. They're super yeah. bright and neon-y. I mean, I, I tend to swap them out from time to time. But it's Aren't they a, like green and Pink or yeah, purple? the left one's pink, the right one's a dark green. The green is really sick looking. Oh, I got those. Yeah. 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 I caught them when there was a slick deal that I saw it came up, and I think I paid like 30 or 40 bucks for the pair at Walmart. It was a hell of a deal. How slick we talking here, buddy? Well, like on a scale of one to ten, is that what we're talking about? Or I I was gonna I was gonna pull a McMurray and talk about a certain something, but I'm gonna pull back from that because I cannot say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> this is I called discretion. I use this word while driving a lot because people are this word. Ah. <laughs> it's a C word. See you next Tuesday.
That's you got you right. Yeah. Well, if it ain't the invisible cunt. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't say. Thanks, it. Billy Butcher. I did. <laughs> I mean, I do I've, say that when uh, Mr. Bing Bong on Dead by Daylight yep, shows up. I do love that's <laughs> one of my favorite memes now. Anything to do with Wraith. Well, isn't it? If it ain't the invisible cunt, Mr. Fucking Bing Bong. His new outfit does look cool, though. I'll give him that. What? I don't like that killer. No, his the chains and the fucking his axe is basically made out of folded license plates. Uh-uh. Like it's a really cool design. I don't care. I'm not getting it because uh, they overprice those things. Ten dollars uh, if you want to have that uh, that outfit. All, all the skins in that game are too expensive. I'm not buying that one. But I'm just and saying it's a use, good. It's a good design. And you can't use in-game currency to get it either. You can only get them on the lesser uh, outfits. And they're overpriced with that too, with the uh, in-game currency. Because it's, it's also why we're waiting to see what the, the what is it, the archive, the, the rift, battle pass, the type battle thing. pass for Dead by Daylight, whatever they're going like. to call it. Are we also waiting on them getting their own dedicated servers still? Yes. Oh, which actually, have started. Okay. The Nintendo Switch version already ha- is using the dedicated oh. servers because the Nintendo Switch version came out uh, last week. So the question I would have is if you wanted to play on the Switch, does everything you've bought or unlocked on other systems carry over to your account on the uh, Switch? From what I hear, no. That's annoying as shit. What I have on my PC is a brand new account on Steam and it has none of the stuff that I bought on PS4. And a lot of that I think also has to do with um, the, the DLC licenses. Because the PS4 game, when they made it free, whatever it was, like two years ago for the the PlayStation Plus game of the month, that download came with the base game plus like the first five DLCs, I think. Yes, like it came with Leatherface, all- it came with the Doctor, it came with the Huntress, it came with all those characters. But well, when you buy Dead by Daylight on Steam, you get just the base first four characters, and then they've made like two or three of the DLCs free. But then after that, you have to buy them. Well, that's because um, when it got released on the PlayStation 4, I guess Xbox as well, they called it the special edition. And that's the only yeah. one you can get. I guess because all those DLCs, they just threw them in there because they were already available on the PC. And there is one free DLC you can get with the Huntress. And I forget who their survivor is in David. with the Huntress. Oh, David David's the one? The Huntress. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, which is that dead was hard, DLC. Which for a lot of people, that's one they want. <laughs> or, well, you also get Gnome either. Mm hmm. How many, times you have to do it? How many times you have to do that to get the adept? Uh, I think I did at least 10 matches. With I no think I had to do on. two. Or I might have been on my first try. Uh, and it actually worked. Yeah, yeah, the, it's the, the only perk of the game, Chris, where you start the match injured and you can't be fully healed by anybody that's through the entire match. It's fucking stupid. It turns a game where you're used to be able to take two hits into a game where you can only take one hit at any time. I can it's see why someone would want to perk, though. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, it, it does have an upside. Out. The upside is, is that you make no noise while you're injured. Because one of the ways that killers find you is that when they hit you once and then you run away and hide, your character's sitting there going, ugh, ugh, because you're hurt. And, and they'll either you perk you don't, don't bleed. make any noise. And you don't bleed. And also, you can pick yourself up from the dying state, because usually you can only heal yourself up to like 95%. And then you have to wait for someone else to pick you up. But from no mither, no mither, you can pick yourself up. From the dying side at any time. But which only works if the killer slugs you. <laughs> yeah, which most times they just pick you right up. And if they see you using no mither, they're going to pick you up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I can't leave this guy because he's just going to get right up and run away. Yeah, and the killer can see it because on the screen there's indicators of, you know, this character's hurt, this character's, you know, 
uh, in a, a dream state, this character is the obsession. If you have no miser, there's a broken symbol above your character. It's so like it tells little, the character you have it. <laughs> you know, it's like a little health, you know, med yeah. kit, they have a little plus with symbol. the sensor circle yeah. through it. Interesting. The Ghostbusters thing. Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, it was not a fun adept perk to get. To get don't Dave. sing anymore. I didn't sing. I just kind of exclaimed. I want new drug. No, don't sing anymore, Willie. <laughs> well, man, they're the same song. Don't sing. If you sing, <laughs> we're gonna have a red alert situation. Don't do it. Mark, Mark. Uh, they did go to court over that, though, didn't they? And he won. Who who did the new? new uh, what's his name? Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, that was the. Uh, yeah, they took them to court. Uh, Ray Lewis Jr. Was it Ray Lewis Jr.? That is Ghostbusters. Yes. Was it Lewis though? Is that right? I think so. I know it's Ray something Jr. But yeah, Ray Park Jr. Ray Park Jr. That's what it is. So yeah, so yeah, he took him to court and he won, or Huey Lewis won. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. so that's my that's been my news. Yeah. Play Last of Us <laughs> remastered if you can on the PS Plus, or if you already have it, just play it. It's Wait, so is it already my... is it already up on the PS Plus? No, it's uh this Tuesday. It's next this month, Tuesday right? Coming. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so this October, coming Tuesday. It's the October game. Yep. October first, or uh, yeah, October first is the uh, so definitely get game, it and play it. So oh much my. game stuff to look forward to in October. <laughs> I, I, like I said, is the most emotionally packed game I have ever played story wise. Gameplay is fun too, but that story is. Oh no! At Arkham Knight, you get the, you get the Batmobile and you can turn it into a tank. It's yeah, pretty and you fucking kill fun. people. In it. Batman oh yeah, kills people. I murder people all over the city you of Gotham run in that over game. Them. It's fantastic. <laughs> you fly through the town no, with a tank with a jet engine. They just get electrocuted and pushed away from the Batmobile. That's what they really just get happens. ground to fucking hamburger under my tires. Yeah, right. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto style. You Basically, run your tires over their head and burn wrong. out. You're not wrong. So let's move on to the next story here. We I'm, have to. I'm going to take this one. It's one we I'll can... Say, do we want to do the bad news first and then do the good news? Because uh, mine's kind of short. Okay, let's go with the bad news then. Okay. Chris could be bad. talked out of anything. <laughs> Except well, my pants. Mine, mine does yeah, Not what I heard. <laughs> uh, over the years, I've done uh, two Kickstarters myself. I've had one funded, one not funded. I've backed over 250 Kickstarters. Um, I've been a big proponent of Kickstarter because I think it's a fantastic system. And one of the best ways to direct market something that you want to sell to an audience and see if it's popular enough to be created or not. And because it's an all-or-nothing system, unlike Indiegogo, I kind of like the idea of if you ask for ten grand and you only get eight thousand, there's just no project. There's nothing. Nothing happens. Uh, Indiegogo is designed a little better, a little differently because mm-hmm. you know you can do stages along the way where you get however much money you get, and then you just have to deliver something of a product. Doesn't, but, uh, doesn't Indiegogo also have a? I forget what it's called, where you get the money no matter what, even if it doesn't reach funding. I forget what's yeah, called. Yeah. Yeah, there, theirs isn't all or nothing funding the way Kickstarter is. Well, I mean, you can toggle it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a setup a little different. But yeah, uh, there's been some stuff in the news which was making me think that um, after backing over 200 projects, I, I may be uh, a little more less likely to back Kickstarter because it's been uh, reported that the CEO of Kickstarter and the people running that company are now decided that they're going to be anti-union and have become anti. They've become uh, union busters. Uh, the workers in uh, the company had started to try to form a union, and the, apparently the two 
the two people that started it have already been fired by Kickstarter, which I'm pretty sure is illegal in America. And so they, you know, they're, they're going to be going to court to deal with that. But uh, there was a response put out by the Kickstarter CEO when he was asked about it. Let's see, what was it? Uh, yeah, today Kickstarter, this is from an article from CurtAffairs.org. It says, today Kickstarter offered its response. The communications officer emailed me and said he would like to share a statement from the CEO with the project creators. The statement said that Kickstarter, one, stood by its decision to fire the organizers and would be dispatching its lawyers to fight their claims. Two, would not voluntarily recognize a union, even if the vast majority of workers signed in support of one, which I also believe is illegal. And three, would not pledge to remain neutral on unionization, would continue to actively oppose the effort. So I'm not going to tell anybody you know, what to do, but if you're looking at you know, taking a project to Indiegogo or Kickstarter or GoFundMe or whatever now, uh, maybe take a better look at Indiegogo now because Kickstarter may not be the place that you want to take stuff. There's already projects that are having trouble. Apparently, there was a, like an anthology comic about being pro-union that was on Kickstarter this month that like they've had people pull pledges because now they know that Kickstarter as a company is anti-union. And you know whether the creators knew it or not, Kickstarter as a company being anti-union is going to hurt some of the people and Kickstarter gets a cut of any project you put on that platform. So maybe time to take a better look at Indiegogo is all I'm saying. Yeah, not not unfair. That's for sure. Yeah, speak with your dollars, people. That's always the best way to do it. I mean, just because yeah, they're just, one of the first successful ones out there doesn't mean that people are going to still keep going there if they're unhappy with the practices they're doing in business. Yeah. And I've been a big proponent, so yeah, knowing that you know something negative was coming out about a company that I've really talked up, and be you know as, as fair as I can be and say, yeah, at this point, I don't think like if if we hadn't just finished our pacifist Kickstarter, I probably wouldn't be asking for us to go on to Kickstarter. I would be thinking we should probably do it as an Indiegogo project, but yeah, it's just something to look into. There'll there'll probably be more information coming soon because yeah, if they're if they're fighting a union. And they're fighting their own employees. Like there's going to be lawsuits. Also, We're going to see lots of lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, it also just depends on how the customers push back in regards to that news as well. Because, like you said, vote with your wallet. Yeah, you don't like and it. Yeah, don't support it. There's lots of responses on the Twitter about the article where there's lots of people saying that you know uh, pledges have been pulled on current projects. Uh, a few current projects that look like they were going to fund might not now because pledges have been pulled. So it is having an effect on the bottom line. But also, so much money goes through Kickstarter every month that like it's going to take a lot of people pulling money for them to really feel anything. Yeah, that company moves a lot of dollars. A lot of dollars. <laughs> if you imagine the what they take five percent off or something like that. That's yeah, Kickstarter gets about a five percent cut of every project that funds. That's a lot of cash. Yes, yeah, that's a lot of cash every day. Holy. Yeah. 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 There's a reason that they're yeah they have a large employee base now and a good size headquarters in New York City. They'd be making some money. They'd they definitely be making some money. <laughs> so let's go on to another story here that also has to deal with money and negotiations and awkwardness right. and blah, 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 blah. But here's so the much money. So much money. Here's the important thing. Out of nowhere on Thursday, or I guess uh-huh. I guess it was Friday is when I heard it because I was out running errands and my phone started blowing up. So people were texting me. We found out, and I guess we probably shouldn't be shocked because we all kind of thought it eventually would happen, that Sony and Marvel have made nice that Peter Parker is coming back to the MCU for at least yeah. the third Spider-Man movie. That is all the deal is. So And one more MCU appearance. 
I missed that part of it. I don't. Yes, seen I saw the, the rest of his contract. Is, the rest of his contract is an MCU appearance and another Spider-Man film that will fulfill his contract. All right, so I'm I'm okay with, I'm okay with this for the most part. So if we go over to Variety, where I found the news from, the two companies jointly announced that Marvel Studios and President Kevin Feige will produce the third film in the Spider-Man series, featuring Tom Holland back in the role. Over the yes. summer, news broke that Disney, Marvel's parent company, and Sony reached an impasse. We knew about that. Marvel slash Disney wanted a 50-50 take on the movie. Uh, Sony wanted to keep them at the 5% dollar gross and Disney keeping all the merchandising. I guess what ended up happening now is the deal is what had been rumored, which is Disney gets 25%, puts up the production cost, and keeps the merchandise profits as well. So it's basically what had been rumored that Disney wanted when this news came out. So the fact that Disney got the deal they supposedly put out there makes you wonder, hmm, was it Sony or was it Disney that leaked this information out to the internet so that the fans got cranky might be the best way of putting it. Yep. There was definitely some negative backlash to Sony. This, ah. it, it could be a Disney leak. I also think, you know, it, a lot of it comes down to money. Almost all of this is about money because Sony and Disney both want to make money. And I think part of it that we're forgetting is that if they did cancel the movie, you got to figure they had to buy Tom Holland out of his contract. And I'm betting that was probably 50 or $100 million if they canceled his contract without fulfilling it. Tom Holland's contract is with Sony. They could just make more movies with Sony and do whatever they want. Yeah, but if his contract included an MCU appearance and a Sony his, movie, and then those companies don't agree... His was just appearances as Spider-Man, was my understanding. His contract, as it was, was not saying he has ex-MCU and ex-Spider-Man appearances in it. It was, he has an ex-picture deal as Spider-Man. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder... Yeah, without actually reading the you know the the fine print on his contract, I wonder if it was something where if the deal did follow through, they would actually have to buy him out of his contract. I don't know. So uh, Sailor Pollins in the chat room had mentioned that my info was a bit outdated. He said Hollywood Reporter found out that Disney wanted twenty five to thirty percent while putting up half the funding. So, mm-hmm. which makes a little more sense, and also explains why they would have come in negotiations saying we want fifty percent because you aim high, and then you're happy when you get what you actually wanted. I don't know. I think it comes down to here. It's kind of a win for the fans because if you watched the last Spider-Man movie, it ends on kind of a big change <laughs> yeah, in the does. status quo, I think is the best way to put it. So if you're Sony then and you go, oh, we just completely changed how this character works. How do you fix it without having the rest of the tie into the MCU that mm. it's kind of built upon now? So it, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. Now, um, let's be honest here. The timing of this is a uh, kind of interesting it makes me start to think hmm, maybe this is more of what we thought of just no thing no such thing as bad pr it's all good pr uh spider-man far from home comes out on home release on tuesday next week so they get this deal done just in time yep. for everyone to go to the store and buy the blu-ray or the dvd after they're like my, after my a lot blu-ray of people, is already shipped yeah. it's on its way to me I, I did the deal on voodoo where i bought the digital <laughs> copy and i got the disc copy for free they'd send me later but what happens nice. here is everyone who's all pissed off, like, I'm going to go buy this movie because fuck Sony or fuck Disney. I just want more <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, now they're not going to say that because all is well again, and they can buy the movie and feel good about it. Look, I think we'd mentioned on this show, we kind of expected that the deal was going to happen at some point in time. Yeah. The deal happened. We get to finish the story of Spider-Man. That's great. One of the rumors floating around is that Tom Holland might appear in Venom 2 now. Whatever. If that's the cost to get Spider-Man's story finished in the MCU, I'm okay with it. The yeah. writing better be <laughs> just 
Well, better be better. It better be better. If, if I get another involved, armless, legless turd line, <laughs> I'm if, already. I'm still pissed off. If Holland's involved, you got to figure that probably means that Feige would be involved in Venom Two, and then it's likely to be better. Well, it depends <laughs> on what the extent of Holland's appearance is, and I whether just want they the want better. whether they want Kevin Feige involved. Because remember, he's a very busy guy with all of Marvel Studios, and there was also a story floating around. And I'm not sure if it's been confirmed yet that they want him to take one of the next Star Wars movies also and be the creative decision maker, for lack of a better term, on it. So there's a lot of stuff that's on Kevin Feige's plate, and you've eventually got to ask the question of when is there too much on Kevin Feige's plate? And uh, Sailor Poland's in the chat has a couple other things to bring up in regards to the Spider-Man talk. He says, here's the thing to remember. Sony and Marvel were negotiating all along, but when Into the Spider-Verse got the Oscar, yeah. that's when Sony went silent. Sony strung Marvel along since February. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin Feige has the strongest job security I have ever seen, because if he leaves, <laughs> imagine the fan backlash. But or if he gets fired, I should say. Let's also be fair, though. When it comes to Kevin Feige's job security, a lot of it is banked on the fact of When's the last time he misfired? Um, in humans, that's really the only. No, was him. that him, or that was, was that the no, TV that was, side no, of the house? That, that, was, that was the other guy. House. That wasn't was him, but that's during the time since he's been in charge. But that's really the only misfire well, Marvel has had. He doesn't control the TV side of the house. That was the big well, thing. There was that he controlled the MCU side, and the TV side was controlled by different people. Yeah, no, it was about one guy. I can't remember his name. It was Perlmutter, but, uh, according to Sarah yeah. Poland in there. I he thought it was Perlmutter and Jeff Loeb. He actually saved the MCU because remember the Inhumans was supposed to be a movie that was yeah. actually supposed to be released nowish in the summer of 2019, right? It was originally plotted out as a movie, and then they were kind of descoping it because they weren't going to do it in the TV. And it was because of that. Who'd you say? Perlmutter. Perlmutter. Yeah, it, it, that was him pushing the Inhumans. Well, and yeah, then because- Kevin Feige was like, "No," and then he finally said, "Kevin Feige was like, hey, either it's me, either I leave, or you control this guy and make him, you know." Either give me full control and get rid of him or do something. Yeah, yeah. So they, they just said, all right, together. from we, whatever your name is, you're back, in charge TV. Yeah, if we go back through all the dirt sheets and stuff like that, that's when they kind of split things and said that, hey, Kevin Feige works for Alan Horn, as I believe his name, who runs Marvel Studios directly or is the yeah. chair or something like that. And Kevin Feige reports directly to him. Ike Perlmutter was no longer in Kevin Feige's chain of command. So then... Feige can do what he wants. According to uh, oh. Sailor Poland, Perlmutter ran the whole thing. It bombed. He took the fall, and Feige was then able to take over the entire MCU. And this is just the way I heard it. So that's that's yeah. all that but is. But you got to remember, Perlmutter's the same one that doesn't want, didn't want a Captain Marvel movie or a Black Panther movie or a Black Widow movie because nobody wants to buy toys of girls and things like that. I mean, his views were antiquated to say the least, and it's yeah. good they pushed him out. Because let's be honest, whether you liked. Uh, captain marvel or not and there's some people that do and don't and some reasons are valid and some aren't you gotta admit it made a shit ton of money and sold a shit ton of merchandise also true i am not one of those that disliked captain marvel but i don't think it's as good as a lot of people try and say oh yeah that's Uh, i feel the same way about wonder woman as well i think it's a good movie but it is not like the best thing ever in the mcu i'm like this is an all right movie no I mean, after a second watch, it's still enjoyable. It's better than I remember. Like, it was, you know, a little bit better. But, I mean, it's still, it's just an all right movie. And there was something else I was thinking about, too. And I was trying to think of them going back to the negotiation table. We're only think we're only thinking about the Sony part of the Spider-Man movie. But when it comes to it, Disney can negotiate with all the power of Disney. And one of the things that I was looking at was I went back and actually checked the stats. For 2018, 
the number one selling game for units sold on the PS4 was Spider-Man. God of War came in second with 5,026,257 total sales in 2018. And Spider-Man did 5.1 million, 5177202 in the six weeks that it was available at the end of 2018. So then if you go and actually check the wiki for all-time sales for the most units ever put out on a PS4, the number one is Uncharted 4, A Thief's End with 15 million copies. Number two is Spider-Man. Just since September, it sold 13.2 million copies. At some point, Feige wasn't in there doing this, but there could have been someone at Disney going, you know what? Maybe all uh, Disney properties will just become Xbox exclusives if they want to fuck with us. I don't no, no, um, have that kind of control. I'm going to deny that right now because the Sony movie side and the Sony game yeah. side are two completely different yeah, entities. They, are separate but you can't tell me that if sony really wanted to fuck with disney and say we're gonna not give you spider-man that disney couldn't hire their lawyer get their lawyers to say you know what go look at our uh, our uh, deal with the video game side and see what we can do well from what i heard uh from the marvel side or disney whoever was in charge of they the, the you remember the last video game movie tie-in they had was what captain america and that was that was it because they, they stopped yeah putting out now, like, like not good games all the captain america I heard yeah the movie tie-ins didn't do well now i think i think they captain america bad. was the last one and i heard that one actually wasn't that bad but it just didn't sell well so they so now the with spider-man they said we're going to only put out like quality games like you know we're going to like make sure we're going to choose and match and that stuff and um it just made sense that if you do remember back on the ps3 when the original systems came out the font was definitely the Spider-Man 3 Oh, it totally font. was. And the font oh, on yeah. top of the friggin' PlayStation 3 yep. was totally straight out of the uh, yeah. Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Indeed it was. There. But and also, the, how the many Spider-Man consoles... The 2 movie game was really good. <laughs> I mean, I mean this, this. I'm not being like, you know, elitist or anything like this or a fanboy, but there's a lot more PlayStation 4s out there than, th- than uh, Xbox Ones. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Like is it almost like doubled? I can't. I haven't. That's I don't what remember the rumors are. I don't think there's exact numbers, but there's projections, and that seems to so. Be not right. yeah. So between you want to thirty to fifty percent more. So what would you put out a game with something that could sell half as much? Uh, and, you know, if it sold on every system, or would you want to make more? I guess that's just smart. I'm just saying itself. that your giant multi-billion-dollar companies, there's backroom shady shit going on all the time, and Disney has more lawyers than anybody. So, I think Disney cares about money more than being petty. You are 100% correct. Yeah, but they I can mean, make a lot of money off Spider-Man. <laughs> That's their flagship only about for half one of their much, biggest though. projects. Only about a quarter as much with this new deal, actually. But that's beside the <laughs> well, point. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, no, they're getting a 20% increase in the money that they're making well, off the half character now. So it was 50. Now it's 25, so it's only 50% less, right? Yes. No, because so, it never got to 50. It was 5. It was 5%. Now it's 25. They're getting a 20% increase. <laughs> They're making five times what they did on the last movie. I said I don't know how percentages work, mother. And so, that's why I just explained it to you. So it is It is confirmed. It's coming back. <laughs> there was a bunch of reaction. I think one of the reactions I enjoyed most was if you go to Twitter, Zendaya's reaction is she just posts that animated <laughs> gif of the dancing Spider-Man. Nice. That everyone has seen all around. It made me laugh. Dancing Spider-Man gif is hilarious to me. Oh, yeah, and... I'm going to say on my, my stance on this news is I don't care 
just stop this roller coaster ride and just end it. I don't want to hear any more like, oh, well, now we're not doing it. Now we are doing it. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of this news. Stop firing James Gunn and then rehire us. Just stop. No one wants this. Just uh, wait, do your thing. He wants everybody to play nice together. Is that what he's saying? No, I just don't want to be part of this fucking roller coaster ride. I'm tired of it. I understand that frustration, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I want to see them finish the story. And you know as well as I do, once Spider-Man 3 comes out and presumably makes bank, we're going to be right back in the same position again where it's going to be like, hey, we want to well, keep doing work yeah. together. Let's find that be back price, in price, point, price point where everyone's going to be happy. What's going to be really interesting, though, is they did announce that Spider-Man 3 is coming out in July of 2021. That means <gasps> July is fucking <laughs> stacked for Marvel properties. I'm pulling over to the Marvel Studios subreddit. You can see February, we get the Shang-Chi movie. Spring, WandaVision over on Disney+. Plus. Spring is also Loki on Disney+. Plus. May 2021 is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Then in July, Spider-Man 3. Then in summer on Disney+, Plus, the What If animated series. Then in the fall, the Hawkeye series. And then in November, Thor Love and Thunder. 2021 oh. is stacked. <laughs> I, th I think it's the first time, and I can't quote, don't quote me on this, but I think it's, from what I can recall, it's the first time I can remember, what, four Marvel movies coming out in a year? Uh, I am quoting you on this. Am I right, though? I think that's yeah, accurate. I don't know if they've done four in a year before, if you only look at the MCU. Uh are we, are we counting the Inhumans coming out to IMAX theaters? No, because that the first was just, episode. Yes. That wasn't a movie. It was in theaters. It got theatrical release, technically. Doesn't make it a movie. It wasn't a movie. Well, it doesn't make it a feature-length film. You have to be, what, 72 or 70 minutes for that? 73 minutes. 73 minutes to be a feature-length film legally. Ooh, who's legal here? I don't know if it's legal. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I think, otherwise you can't I believe, be classified. I believe that's a, the minimum qualification for most film festivals is anything under 73 minutes is a short. Anything over 73 minutes is a film. Feature length. Yeah. That's that's important. Well, I'm glad we made that distinction there. <laughs> Going yeah, back really to the chat room. Length did, is important. I did enjoy Sailor Poland's statement of if Sony is serious about exploiting what? every Spider-Man property, I want a goddamn golden oldie movie with Betty White as Aunt May. I'd watch it. It sounds oh. it sounds more interesting <laughs> than the rumored Madam Web movie that they want to make. The fuck All are right. you making a movie about Madam Web for? Unpopular opinion here. Okay, go for it, Willie. Betty White is overrated. Whoa, very unpopular. Well, guys, you can send your hate mail because to Willie you are wrong. at South uh, Porky I... on Twitter. That's at South Porky. Now, I like Betty White. The proposal, that's the best Betty White I've ever seen. But when she started making that show with old people doing pranks, I'm like, this. I'm down with this. That's overrated. I, I, just can't, <laughs> I can't follow this. But the proposal, I do love her in that. That was amazing. But, I mean, I'm not saying she's terrible. I'm just saying she's overrated. People put her too high. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Uh, again, send your hate tweets to South Porky on Twitter. I'll, I'll be happy to get a hate uh, tweet. I mean, go for it. Just, I've been waiting South on it. Porky. No one's done it yet. At South Porky. All one word. No underscore. Willie, I no think you're just stupid. That's fair. <laughs> oh, wait a second. 2014. 2014 had Captain America Winter Soldier April 4th. Amazing Spider-Man 2 May 2nd. Amazing uh, Spider-Man 2 is not more MCU. Yeah, but... X-Men Days of Future Past, May 23rd. Uh, okay, we're done here. We're done. Guardians, here. August 1st. You better have and two Big more Marvel Hero movies. Big Hero 6, 
November seventh. That's Wait, that, five Marvel films. No, in one no, move, no. In that is year. not five Marvel films because only two of those are MCU. You didn't say MCU. You said Marvel films. Those are all Marvel properties. That's so five the Marvel properties came out in Marvel one year. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, you just I know. Hold me. I fully admit it. I but. know what he meant. Yeah, you know what Chris and, meant. Get off of that. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen a year yet where there's been five MCU films. I don't I'm believe a, that has ever happened. I'm agreeing with Chris on this. You're you're nitpicking now, wow. in a bad way. Really agreed with Amazing Spider Man <laughs> Two. You're using. Amazing Spider-Man 2 to win an argument. Really? Yes, because I'm that happy that Tom Holland is not getting the Garfield. <laughs> uh, Poor Andrew Garfield. It wasn't well, his fault. I he mean, Tom Holland's already been in more movies in, as Spider-Man than Andrew Garfield. Yes, but he still hasn't had. He still hasn't been able to finish the trilogy. And at least Tobey Maguire got to finish his trilogy, whether you yeah. like it or not. <laughs> he was and we can all agree. His fourth movie too, before they pulled uh, we, the rug out from under him. And we can all agree that uh, Sony is the reason why Spider-Man 3 was bad. They wanted Venom in it. And look what happens every time they want Venom. It's a bad movie. They forced Sam (laughs) Raimi's hand, and he put Venom in there when he didn't want to, which is part of the reason why Venom is so shitty in it. Now, even if you like the Tom Hardy Venom movie, you have to admit the writing is terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm still with that. God, I'm still pissed off by that movie. They also tried to make money to see it. They also tried to make him a likable character. They make him do one mistake and then try to spend the rest of the movie making you like him when Eddie Brock is not a likable person. He's not supposed to be. But because it's fucking Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy doesn't want to play an you asshole. Know, if they wanted to make a Venom <laughs> movie, I wish they'd done the Agent Venom story versus what we're getting now with Flash no, Thompson. Flash Thompson. Aha, yeah. See, that would be pretty cool. I just, it's not going to happen because bullshit. Well, and especially because right now Flash is, you know, the Flash that the general audience knows is an asshole 17 year old in high See, school still. That's where it would have been interesting if they would have had Flash <laughs> What's up, not get dusted and then you've got an older Flash and then he gets the Venom symbiote. That could have been interesting, but uh, yeah, so the, didn't do that. the other kids come back from the from the the blip and all of a sudden Flash is 23 and he's been in the military for 4 years. Yeah. And he's Agent Venom. How cool that would, would that have been? been? Fucking crazy. That would have been fucking badass. Pardon my language right there, everyone, but that's how much I'm excited by that prospect. Willie just straight up doesn't care as I say that. He's like, Psh, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. <laughs> Willie's tired of being toyed with in regards to Marvel, Sony, yep. and Spider-Man. You GD right. He's just tired of it. Much like he thinks about Holland. Betty White, he thinks these deals are overrated. Well, no, no. The deals are not overrated. I'm just tired of the roller coaster ride, there's so there is a thing as too much fun on a roller coaster, and if you get too much, you're just gonna vomit everything up and just not care about it and not want to be a part of it anymore. So <laughs> careful with this, Disney and Sony or whoever. I don't care. Just let's get on. I'm Willie's done. over it. He just doesn't care anymore. I understand, Willie. Law. I understand. You're going to have to put up with my excitement for a little bit on this, though. I apologize. I mean, I'm excited that they're going to finish because I want some J.K. Simmons as as J. Jonah Jameson. I wanted that. So go to dailybugle.net right now, and you can get more J.K. Simmons as Jonah Jameson. And, and of course, I was sad when the news happened. Like, we're not going to get a continuation of that because I wanted to see where that story was going just as much as I was sad that Luke Cage season three wasn't going to happen because that ending made me want to see where that story was going. Oh, the fucking King of Harlem. Like, that was going to be so good the next season. They basically turned him into the bad guy. How fucking awesome was that story? 
Oh, yeah, and I heard a rumor in a kind of similar news. I don't know how founded it is. I just heard this rumor, so don't hold this against me, that they're going to continue with the same actors of Daredevil on uh, as an FX show. I just heard a rumor. There's a I don't few know rumors floating it. around in regards to Daredevil's future. I don't know that any of them have been confirmed because I've also heard they're going to bring it back as a Hulu show or they're going to wait until the rights expired and bring it back as a Disney Plus show with everyone on board. I have well, no well, idea well, well, what they're going to do. Rights. Uh, the licensing Netflix. rights with Netflix. You've got to wait I thought Netflix has canceled it. Didn't they I? did, but Netflix's deal is they yeah. have to not do something with it for two years, basically, for it to revert back to Disney. Oh, God. I'm just. If I why are you going to cancel it if you're going to hold on to the rights? Just give it up. They're not because right. they still get to have those shows on their service while they're still under contract. Well, and they still just would even after the contract runs out. Jesus is my understanding. Christ, those shows are awesome. <laughs> they are. And, I'm done. But Willie, remember, it's not Netflix that canceled them. It's Marvel. Yeah, it is. No, it's Disney slash Marvel that said they were done with them. I heard Netflix came out. came out and said they they're they're canceling it themselves. That's the what I heard. I need to go back and look again because I remember it the other way, and I could very well be wrong. I can no, well I believe Netflix actually right decided to cancel those shows. I believe that, it was yeah, you're their right. Decision. You're right. Now I remember the article now because they were talking. The Disney folks were like, we were really surprised to hear this because it uh, costs Disney, excuse me, Netflix more money on stuff that they don't own outright. So they're shifting their model towards stuff they own outright. Hence why like Umbrella Academy and things like that. Are things yep. they're pushing now so really you gotta wait two years after the last episode of daredevil to basically see what they're going to do with that character because then disney has the rights to do something with it again and uh also back to the whole sony marvel thing i remember uh when they asked mark ruffalo about like a hulk in you know uh, solo movie he i remember his, his quote was uh you gotta ask universal i guess they just don't like money yeah, because you know Mark Ruffalo does not pull punches. He m- makes mistakes. Yeah, he is the leak machine. He is the number one leak machine, and apparently the all the all MCU. <laughs> no, but it's hilarious. They just called out Universal. I guess Universal just don't want to make money. They don't like money. Yeah. But they could do a Hulk TV show the way it's set up, and he could have a series on Disney Plus if they wanted. Well, they're oh, doing a She-Hulk TV show, and he can show up on there as part of the origin TV. story. It's Disney Plus. Well. I was going Net- with a joke. It's not. It's not TV. It's HBO. I, I, I understood. Netflix or TVs and movies. Disney Plus. I'm going to call it TV if it's a TV show. <laughs> That's fair. That being said, um, okay, go oh, ahead, Willie. I, you know, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we got too heated about the Spider-Man talk and Willie's dislike of Betty oh. White. I think is what happened here. So I know I don't dislike her. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just saying she's overrated. Wow, you guys heard people. Him. People put her up on too high of a pedestal. That being said, still love the proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. It was a great movie. Looking at the time now, we got about 15 minutes left of the show. So we'll wrap it up with our traditional final segments called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe just maybe you might want to go check them out yourselves. Uh, I'll kick things off on this week's installment i think so i've been playing Link's awakening on my nintendo switch it's delightful it is pretty much exactly what you remember from the game boy game with better graphics and they added in the ability to map equipment to all four face buttons so you can not have to worry about constantly opening your inventory screen to put the rocks feather on the b button and stuff like that it was really annoying the original game boy version 
I'm also <laughs> playing on the Nintendo Switch, a game I just found out about. God, I think it was after we recorded the show last week. No, you talked about it last time. Did I talk about it last time? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I talked about well, Untitled Goose, the Goose Game last time? Uh, yeah, you did. Okay. I'm and continu- then I saw it all over Twitter all week. <laughs> it has become quite the meme, the Untitled yeah. Goose Game. It is delightful. I love the Untitled Goose Game. I just enjoy going in and being a dick as a goose. And if I had a bad day at work, I come home and play Untitled Goose Game and screw with people in this little town for 20 minutes and I have a smile on my face again. Uh, question. Uh, quest away, sir. Uh, did you already knock that kid over and steal his glasses? Yes. And then I stole his airplane and made him buy it back from the shopkeeper. Yeah, because you talked about that last week. Yeah, apparently uh, John Legend bought it for Chrissy Teigen to distract her while he watched a football game yesterday. Nice. <laughs> and there have also been some great memes that have come out, and you can find them on Twitter. <gasps> so for those that Dark are watching on the video, it is someone who has photoshopped the goose to look like Darkwing Duck. There is a variety of hilarious, hilarious memes. They've even taken <laughs> meme culture, like that yep. picture we've seen of the woman crying and pointing at someone who's eating dinner. And in the right panel is the goose. Uh, the Untitled cat. Goose Game is delightful. Right. <laughs> right, let's get rid of that one. Get it it that. definitely does seem to be like the game of the moment. I mean, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. That one with the crown. <gasps> is is the, he going to get princified like um, what, Bowsette? I does think the so. Pipe, does the pipe one say this is not a goose with a pipe? Because if it's the Senate Paw painting, that would be hilarious. It is. It is. Uh, Untitled Goose Game has a title in Japan that says it's mischievous goose is coming, and it's a picture of the goose with his uh, pipe mm. that you can steal from someone. There's a ton of hilarious, <laughs> hilarious memes oh. you can go and find. Someone has actually uh, put a mock-up together on Reddit of how you could bring the goose from Untitled Goose Game into Super Smash Brothers and what its, its powers would be and stuff like Oh, I know it's not going to happen. But it would be hilarious <laughs> yeah. to see. So Stuff like that's fun. Yeah, If you get a chance, go to hashtag Untitled Goose Game and you can see all of these different memes and funny things that have been put together. It's you know it's great. You know what I know about this goose? What do you know about this goose, Willie? This goose ain't got no chill. I thought you were gonna make a goose and gander joke. That's beneath me. If there's a goose beneath you, you should probably get up. It sounds like it would be uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's it's been it's a great experience and the fandom that's sprung up around it with just memes and funny jokes, they've all actually been pretty good and I like it. I'm really enjoying the fact that this indie game has just hit it so big. And I'm hoping that not necessarily they can do a sequel, but they might be able to add some more to it because the game is relatively short. You can beat it in an hour and a half to two hours. So it's not a ton of bang for your buck for 15 bucks, but the replayability of just effing with people in it is quite fun. I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, Other stuff that I've been getting into. Let's see. New TV seasons have started. There was a couple of things I tried and I wanted to look at, but I can't remember some of them now. Uh, I did watch on Fox Prodigal Son, which was interesting because mm-hmm. they take Jesus from The Walking Dead and make him the main character. And his father is a... Uh, That's who that is. Yeah, I kept seeing Jesus. the previews. And I, I was like, I recognize the actor, but I don't know who the fuck... He cut his hair off. He That's cut his why. hair and beard off, and it's Jesus yeah. from The Walking Dead. And his, okay, Finally, I was like, I know I know who that is, but who the fuck is it? 
Because, yeah, he's great. He was great on The Walking Dead. And, yeah, I finally I caught up to the part of the episodes on uh, Netflix where he died. So his, I knew he wasn't busy anymore. Yeah, and his father <laughs> in this show is portrayed by Martin Sheen. And his father is a serial killer by the name of The Surgeon. And, basically, it's all this interaction of the kid grows up, tries to get past what his father's done, becomes a criminal profiler and stuff like that with the FBI, gets fired, comes back to work for the NYPD, and then has to consult with his father for the first time in 10 years. And the whole relationship is built up on uh, they're going to have sort of like a Hannibal Lecter-esque vibe between them there where he's consulting with his father on some stuff. Martin Sheen's delightful, so I'm intrigued by it. And what was the other show I wanted to look at? There was something that started that was a comedy. Um, Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Martin Sheen would be Emilio and yeah. uh, Charlie's dad. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, something's sounding yeah, yeah. wrong Sorry, about that. Sorry, I, I completely screwed Michael that up. Sheen. So thank you for Martin course Sheen. correcting me there on that. <laughs> but it's a Fox show, so who knows what they'll end up doing with it. The pilot episode was enough for me to say, okay, I'll give this a few tries. And since I have YouTube TV right now, I literally just record everything that looks interesting. And if I have a chance, then I go and check it out at some point in time. So, it is a cool concept. Yeah, I liked it. It It's it's grim dark the way they film it and it sort of makes sense though and it's creepy the stuff that happens in the show so like you get creepy vibes but it sort of makes sense based off the subject matter i'm intrigued enough to keep trying it out for a little bit but that's what i've been getting into uh mr anthony bachman what do you been getting into sir uh let's see yeah i did a, a couple hour stream of arkham knight on a batman day uh, to celebrate that because it was the free game on PS Plus this month that I'd never played it. I played through the first two. That was kind of fun. It was a little tough relearning the controls. But yeah, being able to drive around in the Batmobile and turn it into a tank and just destroy half the city is a fucking blast. So yeah, that was some fun. Um, got done with Season 2 of Apex Legends. Finished getting my uh, full battle pass ranked up to level 110. Got all my unlocks, everything done, and then kind of took a break from all the shooting. I've uh, been playing a bunch of... Uh, Dead by Daylight, because the Blood Hunt started on Thursday, and then um, a ton of No Man's Sky, and was really just wanted to relax the other night, hopped into No Man's Sky, and was just running around doing just random stuff, and I literally had two characters. They made it to where you can like walk up to people, and if they're nearby, you can trade, and you don't have to open a trade window if you just want to give them something, so you can literally walk up to another character and just drop something in their inventory if there's a slot available. And I'm at the stage of the game where I'm like 60, 70 hours in and haven't done much. Like, I've done a bunch of the side missions, but I haven't really progressed through the story that much. So my character's running around with about, you know, anywhere from 5 to 10 million credits in my pocket, which is fine for where I'm at in the game. And I had somebody literally walk up to me and drop five somethings in my bag that I don't know what the fuck they were. But when I looked at them, they were worth 75 million credits. Oh, jeez. And I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, they just handed me, like, five computer chips that you make endgame that are just worth a ton of money. Where when you're endgame, they don't really matter to you because at that point you have, like, billions of credits. Mm -hmm. And I'm at the point where I'm still broke. And then another person walked up to me and dropped, like, three uh, cyber harnesses or whatever that were worth another $35 million. So I went from having 10 million credits on my character now to having, like, $127 million. And so, yeah, I'm really looking for a nice new ship right now because you have to buy ships in the game. And so, yeah, I already like the ship that I have, but I'm definitely looking for a new one because I got a little cash to spend. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite things, like, for meditating, like, just chilling out, doing some mining. Like, I put on Star Talk in my iPod, fire up the No Man's Sky. It's a blast. 
But then, yeah, having a bunch of fun with uh, the Dead by Daylight, the Blood Hunt. I had a fun match. I actually put up a YouTube video that's like two minutes long because I had a great clown match the other day and literally was chasing around a Meg, stabbed her. She went running off after the first hit, caught up to her again, got the second hit, downed her, and there was only one gen left. And like right as I downed her, the last gen went off. She had adrenaline, so she popped right back up and then sprint bursted away and I chased her back down and downed her right above the basement. And so I was laughing the whole time. I was like, your adrenaline was the worst possible, went off at the worst possible time for that poor survivor. Because if she could have just laid on the ground for a second, I would have gone looking for the other person. But the other person finished the gen right as she got downed. And so she had to pop back up and run away. She'd have a choice. But yeah, it was a good laugh. Yeah, looking forward to uh, yeah rest of the weekend and I think Monday for the blood hunt. Try to get some more blood points. And then apparently I got to download a uh, Last of Us next week, and then uh, watch the trailer for uh, season three gameplay for Apex uh, Apex Legends, and um, that shit looks cool. They're adding some more new stuff. We got the confirmation of Crypto, the new character, the new gun, and they did a cinematic video again for what's coming up in season three meltdown. And apparently all the apex legends are not only going to a new map, they're going to a new map that's on a new world. And there's like the whole thing has changed. So I don't know if King Canyon is going to be completely gone or if it's going to be an option to where you now have two different maps you can load into. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the, the apex legends guys as, as respawn has built that game up. And they've, you know, made mistakes with you know some of the crappy stuff that was in the first season pass, and the second season pass was ten times better. I'm really excited to see what they do with the season three pass. And uh, the start of season three, apparently, we're all getting our rewards from the ranked matches from last season, where I made it up to gold. So I won't get a a con trail, but you get I think a badge and a banner or something. So yeah, it's cool. They have you know different rewards for all the different tiers, and there'll be another ranked uh, season restarting with a reset. And they're changing the way the 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 point scores work because it's it's a weird system where it's not. I can't remember what they call the system in Overwatch, but it's you know it's a hidden algorithm basically. In Apex Legends, there's nothing hidden. It's a it's a it's a ranked point scoring system, and basically it was every kill you got, you earned a point up to five. You know, if you make top ten, that's worth a point. If you make top five, that's worth two. If you make top three, I think it's worth three. And if you win, you get like 10 or something. Like, it's literally just a point system. And then the higher you go up in the ranking, like, it doesn't cost anything to play a bronze match. It costs one point to play a silver match. It costs two to play a gold match. And then it costs, like, you know, 10 or something to play an Apex Predator match at the very top. And they've done a 10 time system now to where they're giving you more credits in between. So what used to be worth one point is now worth 10 points. But that also gives them the option of doing stuff that's worth 15 points or worth 12 points. So they're they're trying to they're adding in more detail, and more nuance into their scoring system. And after last season, like it went really well. I'm looking forward to seeing how season three goes because I mean I made it to gold last year, you know, or not last season, playing a bunch, but not you know didn't grind it out, didn't go crazy. And I think you know if me and my friends that actually play that game actually sit down and try really hard this time, I might be able to actually make it to diamond. So it'll be fun to see what happens on the new map with the new characters and seeing what uh, crypto brings to the game as he's changing stuff. Yeah, That's lots cool. of gameplay, lots of movies, and yeah, looking forward to October. Already started watching uh, uh, getting back in the Halloween spirit. Watched Nightmare on Elm Street the other night again for the first time in a while, and goddamn, I love that movie. It's still so fucking good. Little little baby Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Get turned into a blood puddle. But that's what I've been getting into. Well, Willie, wrap things up for us. What do you even get into, sir? So I watched four movies of a series last week that 
uh, three of them were all right, and one of them was terrible. I mean, the all right ones were funny because of how cheesy they were. I watched four of the Leprechaun movies since I bought the uh, the seven pack of it. Uh, first one I watched was Leprechaun Four in Space. And I was super confused until I found out, like, oh, none of the Leprechaun movies connect to each other. It's all, you might as well think of them as all different entities and, like, new, like, remakes, pretty much. Because even though it has Warwick Davis in most of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I watched uh, Leprechaun Origins. I thought he was a Leprechaun in all of them. Is no, no, there movies was... where it's not Warwick Davis? Well, Leprechaun Origins is. I don't even know why it's called a leprechaun movie and it's with this whole series because it's just a monster movie where this creature attacks and kills people by just tearing them up like bites and you know, mm. it's not using magic, it's not talking to them or anything. It's just a monster. It's weird and it's played by uh, the WWE wrestler Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. That was yeah. his WWE name. He was a he was a leprechaun in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, his name but was Hornswoggle. He was just he is, in a he costume. Is a little person. <laughs> He's like in a, this monster costume. That's the only thing I thought it was going to be him, like you know, being the leprechaun, uh, doing limericks and rob. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't watch this movie. It's terrible. I mean, you can if you're curious, like I was. But I start. I remember when I was watching. I was like. So this monster, this is just like his dog or something, right? And he's like, something's going to come up doing rhymes and all this, right? No, it's not. Don't watch this movie. Blech. And then in the last, the last Leprechaun movie that came out, Leprechaun Returns, it's also a different actor. It's not Warwick Davis. That just came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, then I also watched back-to-back Leprechaun in The Hood. T-H-A, and Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Uh, both those were entertaining, although the first one is more entertaining because it has iced tea in it, and he's just hilarious. And then I also, on Tuesday, I drove down to Raleigh because it's the only area that was playing a movie that I wanted to see, and that was uh, Villains, starring Bill Skarsgård, and I can't remember anyone else. <laughs> because my memory is terrible. But uh, yeah, um, it looked good. Apparently it had a limited release, whatever. But uh, the trailer makes it look really good. Look up the trailer. It's pretty much this uh, couple that r- robs a convenience store. Their car breaks down. They break into this house to steal their car. Uh, the, the husband and wife come home and they're hiding a dark secret. That's all I'm going to let you know. The trailer says it's a little bit more than that, but... Uh, yeah, movie is entertaining, and it's weird to see Bill Skarsgård without a lot of white paint on his face. <laughs> and uh, then after that, since I was already in Raleigh, I went over to a friend's uh, who lives over there, and we played Mythic Battles Pantheon, which is a uh, tabletop game that is very figure-heavy. Oh, my God. There's so many choices of gods, monsters, and heroes, and troops that it's gigantic just because of the figures and they eat then you get a little pla- a place card for each of them to tell you their vitality and their attacks and whatnot and then the figures range in size it was a lot and um i did lose but i almost i got close i was doing a lot of damage output but i just couldn't do it fast enough hercules and Ares just 
didn't pull through fast enough. Although I was probably playing too conservatively at first until the end. I just tried to go all out. I should have gone all out earlier. I might have won. <laughs> but um, then drove back home that same night because, well, I like home. Home's nice. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight because Double Blood Points Weekend is happening, and I'm trying to get my Steve the Hare Harrington uh, up to Prestige 3, because when you reach Prestige 3, you get his bloodied, tussled mane, which is his uh, his head, and that's what they call it in-game. They, they call it the tussled mane, and when you that's get awesome. the Prestige 3, you get the bloodied head. I already have his bloody shirt. Uh, I forget what that's called. It's probably bloody rugged t-shirt or whatever it's called. When I do it again, he'll have bloodied pants. And then the last one is the head. Blo- and, of course, bloody tussled mane. Love it. And then after I do that, then I'm going to be working on my uh, Nancy just to get her uh, perks to be teachable to everybody. Because I want to do the one where every time you break a totem, you can just hide in a locker for a bit and heal yourself right up. Yeah. That seems super awesome. We use that with head on <laughs> and quick and quiet. It's going to be amazing. Uh, other than that, uh, I have been playing Uno on the PS4 with some friends. That's always fun. Uh, yeah, I, I talked some people into playing it and getting it and playing it because it's just fun. It's Uno. It, you can call you can call Uno people names fun. while you do it too because they're always dicks when they do it to you. Oh, you made me draw four. I hate you. <laughs> and uh, I also started playing a little bit of Jackbox games with some friends that were, they were in the party chat with me, and we we're just you know playing along. You might have seen it on my Facebook or Twitter that it popped up saying that hey, come check out my stream. I wasn't really caring if anyone joined the stream because I was just you know playing with other friends, and if anyone wanted to join in, they could. The sad news is the last time we played, we were playing Quiplash, and someone randomly joined in. <sighs> And they chose their, as soon as I saw their name pop up, it was someone random. I don't know who they were They're, They chose their name of ninjas and their name wasn't ninjas. It was another N word. Oh, bastards. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh God. So I was like, if this goes any further with Quipla, cause you, cause every, you know, you're, it's like uh cards against humanity, but every answer is like your write in answer. Yeah. And I was like, if this goes any further with this, like, I'm just shutting down the stream. Because you can't <laughs> kick the p- people that do that. I have no idea who it is. And you can't kick anyone from, like, as long as they see the room code, you know, they, they're joining in. And it's just... Yeah. Uh, so, and then, of course, the first question, they put up that same word again. And then I just berate them a little bit. Like, it, the least you can do is be clever if you're going to be a, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're be clever. That's true. Just saying that word is not funny. Add something to it at the very least to make, uh, or actually don't just don't do it in the first place. How's that? I'm going to retract myself. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it in the first place. I don't disagree with you one bit on what you just said there. Yeah. Uh, um, when I did use the stream, was it four years ago, five years ago? Uh, once you hit the hour and a half, the two hour mark, you get those people that come in and do that. Yeah, just go straight asshole, basically. It's annoying. Yeah, you can't do anything to get rid of them. Yeah, they need some better way to be able to push those people out or to moderate your own room. It, it well, ruins I mean, the, the fun sometimes. Unless uh, I guess just, you could do it. 
Like I could have sent people, I could have hid the room code and only and only sent it to a message to the people I was playing with. Like, here's yeah. the room code. I mean, yeah. But that's a lot of work. They should let the host have the ability to toss someone who's being an idiot. Yeah, you should be able to boot people when you're the one hosting it and it's going out in your stream. Yeah, I don't know. What do I know, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, but that's all I've been getting into. Instead of ending on a downer note, I did want to mention one more nice thing that happened in the world this year. Um, for those that don't know, the guys on Supernatural have done a ton of charity events in the 15 fucking year history of that show. Um, they actually are apparently really good guys on and off screen. And uh, they decided this year for uh, September 13th, also known as Supernatural Day, they would once again do a charity event. They did a t-shirt through Hot Topic uh, for the end of the road tour that has a possessed and obsessed on the front, a big graphic of the show and the boys and uh, the end of the road tour states and stuff on the back. And uh, they put up a, a video up on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Misha Collins and Jensen Eccles this week. Uh, they, had, they had planned on raising $5,000 for random acts of kindness and to help uh, specifically Hurricane Dorian survivors. Um, they kind of overshot their goal. They raised $280,000 selling these t-shirts for charity. Damn. So, I mean... It's not like they're real superheroes, but they're fucking real superheroes. Like these guys are out there using their fame to do good stuff to help people and try to make the world a better place. How can you be mad about that? Yeah, good on them. Well, and Jared's about to be Chuck Norris now, basically, because he's Walker in the Walker Texas Ranger reboot. Is that is that confirmed? That's confirmed as far as I can tell. It's confirmed. Wow. Uh, Jared Padalecki from uh, Supernatural. The tall one. The tall one of the brothers is going to be (laughs) the new Walker in Walker, Texas Ranger. No, from what? I didn't hear it. Supernatural. I don't know who that is. The tall brother. The tall brother from Supernatural. Why why do you call him Moose? Because if you watch the show, the devil calls him Moose and Squirrel. Or, well, the king of hell calls him Moose and Squirrel. I haven't watched it for a long while. Yeah. I think I was still married when I watched it. Yeah. Sam of Sam and Dean of the Winchesters is apparently going to be Walker, Texas Ranger, which is insane. You'd think he'd want to take a break after doing 15 straight years of television. You'd want a vacation. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and i got some good news, too. I don't know if it's already passed or if it's coming up soonish. It's going to be my five-year anniversary on the show. Whoa. Well, we should definitely cancel the show before that happens. Yeah, we're canceled. Or just fire me. Yeah, That works, too. Yeah. Fire him for a week. I don't know if it's already passed or not. Make it, make him re-interview. With, I did. Wait, I, you didn't interview me in the first place. <laughs> I just showed up and you kept me. Uh, you adopted we look, me. We Papa. really need to raise our standards around here. We don't don't abandon standards. me, Papa. I know that's how I got in. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got in too. What do I know though, right? Nothing. We all know nothing, Jon Snow. We all know nothing. That's fair. Shoot. That being we just said, report other people's news. It is time for us to <laughs> shut this thing down. Don't worry, we'll be back next week because we stream live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. We're also rebroadcasting on Twitch, Mixer, Periscope, Facebook, and another place I'm forgetting right now. So if you're watching us on one of those sites, thank you so much for joining us there. But before we shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts for us? anything you have to deal with me for another five years <laughs> apex season three here i come i'm scared, gonna be man. shooting 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 i'm really scared we got five more years of willie i don't know if i can handle it it sounds like you a can handle all the willie you can <laughs> oh, i'm sorry bye guys no, you're not. i'm not
Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.